Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Journey to Grateful podcast, a podcast to help clarify the process of loss and grief through experiences shared from myself and others living with loss. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and this is show number 113. In this podcast, I will review the many common myths of grief to help you better prepare for the road ahead. You are invited to join this community and share your story to help others better understand grief, how it affects us moving forward, and how best to navigate its difficult path. And I invite you to join the community on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe to the podcast and find quick links to do both over at journeytograteful.com. And lastly, I ask that you take a moment to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Doing this will help the podcast reach more people, just like yourself, in need of an insightful grief resource which can help them navigate their grief journey. Now, have you ever been with friends in a casual public setting when you suddenly stumble and fall to the ground, only to feel embarrassed as you pick yourself up and brush yourself off, trying to find a way to laugh at yourself before they do? I'll admit, this is an odd comparison, but I'd like to suggest there's a slice of living with grief that feels exactly like this. Trust me when I say this will make sense in a moment. Now let's dive into the show and discover how. I'm sure you're racking your brain right now trying to find the connection between stumbling in public and living with grief. But it's actually deceptively simple. You see, there comes a time on your grief journey when any time you break down and shed a tear with friends around, allowing yourself to feel the feels, so to speak, it's as though you've just fallen and you have to now scramble to rise up Brush yourself off and lighten the mood by somehow making light of the heavy feeling you just experienced. Sometimes making a quick joke or deflecting with the help of an unrelated subject change. Desperate to cover your sadness, your pain. Usually because you're thinking to yourself, it's been a while, come on, they don't want to do this again with you. And that thought right there is a very sad reality of living with loss. You never want to be that person who can't get over it. All the while screaming inside that no one does. There's truly no getting over it. So how is it that we can find a way to move forward with the grief, which is very much a part of us? And more often than not, many people in our lives don't understand that specific reality. The overarching idea here is we don't need to move past our grief because that suggests we would need to leave it behind, which would require us to leave our love behind. And instead, we need to find how we can live with our grief. So at this time of year, a magic question might sound like this. How do we move forward into the new year and possibly forward to a new us? I'd like us all to focus on moving forward in 2024 while we simultaneously embrace our grief 
and discover new ways to live with it in the most positive manner possible. There's a few important details in that statement that I would like you to hear once again. Strive to move forward while simultaneously embracing our grief. You may hear that and think it seems an impossible wish, but it isn't. Now, my confidence that this is actually possible doesn't come from books that I've read, poems that I cherish, or therapy sessions that I've embraced. It comes from loving someone who lived it, who did just that, moved forward, and lived with her grief. My late wife Colleen lost her first husband suddenly in July of 1999 when their daughter was nine months old. She and I met four years later, and ever since the very first moment I had a chance to talk with her, I understood that her loss was a part of her and always would be, and she was unapologetic about that fact. It was not at the surface, but it wasn't hidden away either. It was a part of her, just as her soft, constant smile was a part of her. Sometimes her grief was a part of her as a rainy day is a part of spring. It was part of who she was, who she had been, and who she was about to become. It became an important ingredient for her to grow. It was an experience in her life that would need to be as important as defining a part of her as the moment she learned to ride a bike or that day that she had her first kiss. It was a part of her story, a chapter that would always be there to reference, to regret, and to shape who she now was in this moment and into the next. It was not what completely defined her, but it would always be there as a defining moment in time. I feel I need to repeat that to stress its importance, but I'll shift it to connect with us all a bit better. Grief is not what completely defines us, but it will always be there as a defining moment in time for us. To move forward at all, let alone the day after loss or the week after, or the first or the second or the third new year without your special someone, you need several things. Strength, support, confidence, guidance, grace, courage, faith, love, honesty, vulnerability, patience, inspiration, appreciation, and honestly, so much more. What you need is not limited to the previous list just as it isn't all-inclusive of that list. And more importantly, what you need might be slightly different than what I need, and at different times and in different ways. The point here is you need so very much to move forward from loss. It's not a magical moment or an overnight event. It takes time and it takes effort. And above all, it takes help. There are also many things you don't need, the greatest being a deadline. Now, I discovered from Colleen that time became different after her loss because 
it became far more precious than she had allowed it to be before her loss. Many things of importance in life shift after loss. The little things matter. However, it's important to understand only the things that truly matter now really matter. You understand that? Now, the big things still matter, but now there is more of an appreciation for them. And the insignificant things don't have a seat at the table any longer. There's just not room for them anymore. Now, I'm speaking of the silly things, the petty things, the, the things that don't matter or change us. Appreciation, once again, becomes redefined along with the true measure of the important things in life and the important people within that life. I would even suggest that moving forward after loss can be a bit like emotionally cleaning house. You find you have little time to squander and you will not waste it with insignificant pieces of your life. It is time to push aside those pieces. So looking forward into the new year requires you to not hide your grief or set it aside, but instead prioritizing what is important to you going forward and intertwine that with your grief, allowing them to live side by side in the new chapter of your story. Because the truth is, you cannot stop writing. That would be giving up. And that right there is the key to moving forward after loss. Keep writing your story. Of course, it sounds simple, but it requires that long list of things that I spoke of earlier to accomplish it. The strength, support, confidence, guidance, grace, courage, faith, love, honesty, vulnerability, patience, inspiration, appreciation, and once again, far more. That is exactly what Colleen taught me all those years ago. She found the courage to turn the page, but the confidence not to toss the previous pages away. After all, she knew they were an important part of her story, as they had shaped the chapters and the characters within her story up till then, and would continue to do so going forward. She somehow had the faith to turn the page, the strength to face that next blank page in front of her, through the support and encouragement she received to make a mark, she discovered a way to continue writing. She again wrote with a bit of vulnerability, along with appreciation of what she had experienced before. And although her story was going to be different than she had planned, she still chose to write again, stumbling as she went, of course, but never giving up the idea of building upon her story from where she was. And as she told me, she couldn't give up. She had a nine-month-old daughter, and she had little choice to set aside her story and stop writing. Now, I'd like to think she also found that writing once again was good for her as well, and that it helped her process through her grief. She has never been the type of woman to give up, and she proved it in the greatest of ways living forward into each day, finding her way on this new path, and finding a way to love once again. Picking herself up and brushing herself off when necessary, and taking a step forward each day that she could. 
finding a new way forward, first because she had to, but finally because it was who she was. So my friends, looking forward into the new year for those of us who are grieving is certainly not always a clear path. There isn't a step one and a step two for us to neatly follow, but the important thing for us to all do is to find a way to create our own path forward somehow. Try something new if that makes sense to you. Dig in and be determined if that is what you need. Somehow redefine what your story will be or needs to be to fit who you are or who you want to be going forward. Find a support system, a person, a professional, a group, and allow them to guide you when they can, taking from them the pieces that fit your life and the suggestions that make sense for you, setting aside the rest. But no matter what, pick up the pen and keep writing your story. For this new year, I challenge you to confidently choose to write a new story. Admittedly, one you hadn't planned, but one that fits you today. Set a goal or two, or maybe even three. Something that you can reach and accomplish. Reach out to someone who might help to hold your hand or to guide you on your path until you can walk alone. Talk when it's uncomfortable. Be honest with others. But most importantly, be honest with yourself. And above all, find a way this year to walk forward, embracing your grief, not allowing it to define you, but allowing it to live by your side. Strive for a change, or maybe two, just a bit outside your comfort zone, and place that pen back on page, and write a few words of your story with all of your heart. Thank you once again for listening to the Journey to Grateful podcast. I am thankful for you taking the time to listen to this podcast and sharing it with others who could benefit from it. I encourage you to stop by the community on social media, share your own story and insights on grief, and join our family in helping others on this path. Head on over to journeytograteful.com community to find ways to join the conversation and make a difference through your story. And while you're on the site, sign up for my bi-monthly newsletter designed to provide you inspiration and motivation. And if you would like a more personal connection with me, I invite you to connect via email at tim at journeytograteful.com. But let's not stop there. Please give me a call, leave me a voicemail, or simply text me anytime. The phone number is 262-298-2428. That's 262-298-CHAT. And lastly, help me build this community, broaden my reach, and support my mission by reviewing this show and telling others why you listen over at Apple Podcasts. I've provided you a leave a review button on the journeytograteful.com homepage and podcast page. Your support of this podcast through your comments is a very powerful thing that you can do today, and I thank you very much. 
I've recently discovered a writing by Rita Mae Brown that is so spot on, it gave me chills. And I think you might agree. She writes, I still miss those I loved who are no longer with me, but I find I am grateful for having loved them. The gratitude has finally conquered the loss. Now, although I've found that the gratitude doesn't so easily conquer loss as her words might suggest, the idea and the promise is still accurate. Finding a way to be grateful for that special someone who is no longer here may help with your loss and allow you a slightly easier path on your journey with grief each and every day. May you always find gratitude within your grief. Thank you again, my friends, for joining me today. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode or any previous episodes. And for those who are walking on their path with grief, I hope you find a way to walk confidently on your journey to grateful. Bye-bye.